0: Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity and coach clients with confidence.
1: We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So
0: how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. How to be as strong in your revision as you are in your workout.
1: Episode number five, Fit Pro Sessions of season nine. We're in
0: season nine, episode five.
1: I am looking forward to this one because what we're gonna look at is to be as strong in your revision as you are in your gym workout. What I
0: love about this is that most people that go into fitness love fitness. So they already do a workout. You already know how to be successful in a workout.
1: But maybe you don't love revision or Mm. aren't successful in your revision or your studies. Yeah, exactly. So So this
0: is bridging that gap, right? Yeah,
1: completely. We're going to take all the principles from training and deep dive into training principles and link that to your revision and provide evidence that you already know how to get (laughs) incredible results and be successful inside your own workouts. And we're going to take those same characteristics, training principles and attributes and chuck them straight into your studies.
0: What I love most about this is that so often a workout can be like the best analogy, the best learning tool to cross across, almost like a metaphor. To cross across. Cross across <laughs> into other parts of our world. Like yes. that could be into your business, it could be into your revision and your studies. It could be, it could be into your work that you do, other things.
1: Family, relationships, yeah. communication. I think training provides an incredible metaphor. We mm. learn so, there's so many hidden benefits in our gym workouts or our gym routine yeah so let's jump straight back in we got our notes ready and planned
0: and we actually have six different points that will guide you through i'm sure this will expand it will
1: expand but
0: we've started with six different points that will basically link so that you can be as strong in your revision as you are in your work. let's
1: I want to ask you a question straight away and i'm going to ask you as well hayley uh, so if you're if you're walking uh whatever it is you're doing now answer this question this question as quick as you can what makes an outstanding workout what makes an outstanding session what are the ingredients for your workout to be do you know what that was that is going to be wicked and at the end of it that was amazing that was wicked
0: do you know what my answer is Go for preparation it.
1: Preparation. Because
0: if I don't prepare for my workout, I just go around doing the things I want to do and it doesn't actually feel like a workout. I end up with too much rest in between things. I kind of like lose momentum. It with just There's no look. No oh, okay. point to it. So I preparation like for me. Anything else? No, that's my main one. You
1: said for, one quick thing. For my one quick thing would be the food and drink, hydration <laughs> going into it. Because I, mean, I that's know prep
0: too, though, right?
1: Yeah, but it's a different element of prep, isn't yeah. it? Like if I'm fully hydrated, I'm and I'm fully fed, then I know I'm going to be able to. Or it feels like I get more out of that session. It feels mm. like I'm going to lift more or move quicker. So I'm not a fan of training in the mornings because I've just spent the last six oh, to eight yeah. hours fasted overnight. Yeah. However, if I train in the afternoon, I've had my breakfast, my snack, my lunch, my snack, and anything else I want. You can feel
0: your brain and your muscles. Completely. Good to go. So
1: I would be intrigued, like, you know, drop a comment inside the Facebook inner circle for parallel coaching and say, you know, what would be the ingredients for you that make up an outstanding workout?
0: Yeah, I think we should start with your one. Go because for it. Because starting with understanding about food if food and drink makes a really good workout.
1: Okay, so we're, we're linking this now to, to be yeah. as strong in your revision as you are in your workout. Yeah, so okay. if that
0: makes it a strong workout for you, having, Good food, good hydration, making sure like your energy levels are tip top, you can concentrate on what you're doing, then the same applies for your revision as well. Completely. Rather than doing it at a point whereby you're not fed, you're not fueled, or you're over like fed and fueled. Yeah. Like You know when like that's the scudging, carbs yeah. set in and you're all like a yeah.
1: lethargic. And it, you know, I speak to so many learners about their, their studies and their revision, and the vast majority have got kids and so it come the end of the day the kids Ooh. have gone to the kids have had their evening routine they've gone through the bath time and the bedtime routine and you sit down to do your studies and you're not hydrated you're not fueled and it could be as simple as the the 3 or 4 hours beforehand setting yourself up with a good snack a good evening meal and off you go into studies. And having a good
0: amount of fluid throughout the day as well, so you're kind of all prepared. And this makes a big difference to your level of concentration. So if you don't, whereby you aren't satiated in terms of what you've consumed, you're not hydrated, you will find that your attention span is much shorter throughout your revision session. Maybe like you start reading something or watching a video and before you know it, there's a ping on your phone and you're off. Or like something else happens whereby you allow yourself to get distracted easily or you find it hard to think about it or recall information. Whereas when you're well fed, well fueled and well hydrated, just like in your workout, it makes a massive difference.
1: But also, in order for me to progress inside my workouts, I must have adequate nutrition. So if I wanted to mm. um, you know, grow lean muscle, I'm gonna have adequate protein that meets the demand of the stress of my workout mm. in order for me to move forward and actually get my goal. Yeah, nice. And so I want you to consider as well that you know, the food and, that you consume and the, and the drink is not just there for the concentration and that, that individual session is actually um, compounded for you to retain and recall yeah. this information and remember it in the future as well. Yes. So, you know, your brain is a muscle as well. Mm. And so we're, if we treat, this is a metaphor straight away, do you know what I mean? The training element of being hydrated and well-fed, not only for that single session, but all sessions, is the same for your studies. I
0: like that one. That's so what was your ingredient? Mine was all about Preparation. So in preparing for your workout, so you've planned what you're going to do in your workout. You already know what it is you're going to go and sort of aim to do. There's an outcome to that singular session. And that's, I think, can move across very easily into your revision as well. Because you don't want to just go into it and be like, oh, here's a random page in my book. I'll start there. Oh, look,
1: I'm on page 229. (laughs) Oh,
0: look, I put this into Google (laughs) and I ended up with a doctorate level video. Like, it's not... It's appropriate so
1: the aim is what you're going to achieve in that mm. session and the objective is how you're going to go about doing it. Mm and I walk into you know you know that's what we teach that's what we love doing right that makes the ingredients of an amazing session you plan the session you know the aim the aim is to get you from a to b on a on a particular goal or a body transformation or for you to get quicker in a side of marathon or whatever it might be and the objective is what are you going to do this particular session that is the prerequisite to the next session that gets you closer to your goal
0: yeah and even if that is say just a chest session as part of that one little piece, that one little domino that you push over to get to the next one, which is your leg session and the next one that is your back session, or even the whole body, it doesn't matter. But the point is that that's the topic, it still has to be covered. Yes. It has to be done. Yeah. And if it's not done, you can't go on to the next one. And it's the same in your revision, is that if you, let's just say you plan to do heart and circulatory system, and you need to know about the function of the, like the structure of the heart before you can go on and understand the circulation of the heart. You know, well, I can't go on and understand the circulation if I don't know those four chambers. There's like this prerequisite You need to know this
1: to get to the next thing. Do you know what's interesting about the workout, and I find, maybe you're the same, I I don't know, not you, but everybody listening, um, is when I hit the part of a workout and I get to like the toughest move, the most complex move, oh I lift a particular weight that is not necessarily a PB weight but I know that is incredibly overloaded. it's it's incredible fatigue and you get to the end of it and you think like I feel great you have a great pump you're you're kind of really buzzed and fueled and you like feel really great about what you've just done you feel good about yourself you stand up kind of lift your chest up nice and tall shoulders back and you're like yeah Yeah, yeah. and like you look around the gym like no one is even looking or even caring (laughs) no one realized but inside you're like and then there's a song that comes on on your on your headphones and you're like everything kind of connects and you feel really good you're like in the flow. and we really enjoy yeah. the elements of our training whereby it's the toughest part and at the end of it you you think back and you think right well, i did that many burpees or that many squat thrusts or that weight on the back squat I, or I pulled this amount of weight or i pushed that amount of weight on the bench yet inside our revision mm. okay ready for it
0: mm. we
1: hold back and refrain from the toughest part Ah,
0: oh, yeah we don't See the challenge as a good thing. We don't
1: see the challenge as a good thing. So I mean, so you often don't get excited about the We hard don't bit. get excited about the hard bit. It's
0: not like, oh my God, I've got to learn so, the origins and muscles. I'm not going to go yes, there. Instead, imagine it's if like, we
1: just flipped that on its head and said, <gasps> I get to train and learn and remember muscles, origins and insertions and the joints crossed and the joints act, muscles react and the, the emotion, law of the body emotion, the law of reciprocal inhibition. Yeah. And you get to the end of that session and you're like, damn, that was good. I loved it. X, Y and Z like this does so that, that.
0: excitement for it, even the hard bits,
1: Even the hard bits. So mm. could, we, could we reframe our studies, our revision and say, yes, it was hard but actually the objective was for it to be overload and it was for it to be hard.
0: I like that. Yeah. That's good. And it's just
1: a, a shift in our, a paradigm shift in our mindset, you're isn't it? You're
0: supposed to get that overload, You're supposed, supposed to, to be challenging. Like, if
1: you lift a weight and you're like, I aimed for 10, uh, 10 rep max, and I only got eight, you're like, well, the weight was too too yeah. great or I went too, too slow, I changed the tempo or maybe went too quick. There's lots of variables, but we don't beat ourselves up over that. Yet in revision and studies, we're like... I wasn't very good. I can't remember this. I'm rubbish. I'm I'm not not good enough. Yeah, completely.
0: We say it, don't we? So it's
1: it's a small, I'm going to say it's a small, maybe it's a huge paradigm shift of mindset. But let's start to consider that we love elements of our workout and in the same context we dislike it in another area yeah, of life. Like challenge. Like challenge.
0: Yeah. Well you mentioned variables a minute ago and I think this is the perfect link.
1: To drop in five R's and a V and we've used this in previous uh, podcast fit Pro Sessions. Yeah. We bring this up and we introduce it at our level two gym in our Middle yeah. Kings Academy. We've just come off of a PT weekend as well and we discussed a whole host of variables but at the kind of the, the watermark of all variables is what we call our five R's and a V. And they are. So imagine five words are begin with R and yeah. one with a V. Yeah, nice.
0: And these are all things that will make something in particular if you think about a resistance exercise. It's and, and it's not a definitive you're making it harder or easier list. by changing one of these variables.
1: Progression or regression.
0: And the same applies for your revision. So let's go through the five R's and a V and link it so to So our revision. five
1: R's are resistance, reps, rate. So rate would be the tempo or the speed. We've got R is another range of movement, uh, rest and the V is volume. So Ooh. quick recap: resistance, reps, rate, range of movement, rest, and volume. Yeah. Now we could look at the complexity of exercise, the order of exercises. There's lots of Stability other
0: underfoot. There's
1: lots of other variables that we could manipulate for something to become easier to regress or to progress and make it harder. These
0: are the main six.
1: And so the first one to, to kind of like get to, I'm going to say is volume, mm, okay? So we- we look at the
0: bottom.
1: The, the bottom, bottom up, the bottom up for, because that's for stable base. So volume would be the number of sessions in a week, the yeah. volume of training, Okay yeah. you and could volume, look at volume
0: yeah yeah how you, much are you going to do how frequency? many sessions
1: you going to do No no v- how many sessions are you going to do yeah. Then you could look at the volume of how many exercises you're going to do nice, Then you could look yeah. at the number of sets that you're going to do then mm. you could look at the volume of total number of uh, kg's lifted Yes So your volume yeah. could have could look at I- I- in many perspectives inside a training session Yeah
0: Yeah, definitely. And so the same applies in your revision. Yeah, completely. Because volume could be how many sessions you're doing in a week. So, how many times do you sit down and revise or do you apply your mind to think about revision? So, the ACSM guidelines,
1: jumping in, the ACSM guidelines for an apparently healthy individual would be two to three resistance sessions per week. Yeah. Okay. So, if we looked at that, in order for the muscle to grow, in order for the muscle to be stimulated enough, whether that be in an endurance capacity, a hypertrophy or strength or power, we're looking at a minimum of two to three. Mm. So if we've now recognized that the brain is a muscle, In theory, we should be, and in practice more to a point, we should be stimulating the brain two to three times per week.
0: Which is enough, isn't it, to re-stimulate so that you don't have diminished gains over time. Yes. Which is really important when it comes to revision as well. So rather than saying, well, I only study on a Saturday, and then I have nothing, and then I only study on a Saturday, and then I have nothing, You'll find it harder to retain information than if you've done it. Because two or the three duration times a week.
1: in between yeah. is too is too great. Diminished returns. Diminished returns completely. And then you could look at the volume of each one of those sessions. So you could say, Well, I can only go to the gym twice per week, but in order to get the maximum or optimal performance and have marginal gains each session, the session might be slightly longer. Mm. So you might say, Well, I'm gonna revise twice this week, but I'm gonna do slightly longer sessions. Mm. But then you could say, Well, the volume goes up. And therefore, I can lower all of the other variables or the intensity because I've got frequency. Mm. So now I only have to go to the gym for 30 minutes per session. Nice. So you could say, well, rather than do two heavy bouts in the gym or two heavy bouts of study and revision, I'm going to go to the gym for five times this week, but for 30 minutes. Okay. Or revise and study five times this week for 30 minutes. Nice. So as volume goes up, intensity comes down. Or as intensity goes up, volume can come down. Love that. So I've got this yeah. teeter-totter.
0: The relationship between volume and intensity. There we
1: go. Which, really is, a, which is a principle that we teach at level yeah. three. I like that. And one that. of the
0: other uh, the five hours five going to let's now go up again. So from volume, I want to go up to rest. I next. think this
1: is the logical place to go to yeah. because...
0: Because rest is directly related to volume.
1: Completely. <laughs> so, you, yes. so
0: you have too much rest... AKA, you're only tra- uh, re- training once a week or revising once a week, in which case you've got too much rest in between, which is the diminished returns yes, we're talking yes. about, or is it one of those workouts whereby in that workout itself, you've now got too much rest? you know like those sessions whereby you start off training and then someone comes over and talks to you. And before you know it, you've got like totally cold. Yeah. You've been standing chatting for 10, 15 minutes. You
1: do this to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you've gone cold. You've got to like rewarm, You lose yep. your mojo. You're like... Uh, I'm kind of done now. There's too much rest Which in between. Which goes back
1: to the preparation as well. Mm. So they kind of like tangibly link up here. So you could mm. say, right, I'm going to go from a uh, a bench press to a row. I'm not going to have any rest in between. And then I'm going to move straight into a, a lower body exercise and reduce my rest. And now mm. I get more bang for my buck inside that session. So instead of doing, for well, let's give an arbitrary number for, for argument's sake, 18 exercises and five training systems, I end up doing... Uh, Eleven ex- exercises across health and training systems, and so yes. I've had too much rest on the actual session. Mm. So it's kind of like this start-stop, start-stop scenario, which inside a revision or study session could be you have great intentions, you have a great first warm-up in five ten minutes. Yes. OK, and then uh, your, your phone pings or you go, I'm going to make a cup of tea. And then when you make a cup of tea, you realize that the, the kitchen needs to be wiped down. And then you go back to the table and then you notice something in the garden. and You go, This start, stop, start, stop. Which As is like someone interrupting your, your
0: gym session. Or right? is
1: somebody interrupting? Did the phone ring? Did, a, did the phone go off? Did an email come in?
0: Did the kids run in?
1: Yeah, completely. Yeah. So are you are you being distracted or are you distracting yourself and gaining too much rest? yeah but equally on the flip side of that is there
0: enough is there enough rest is there enough rest that allows you to turn around and say yeah i have actually recovered in between sessions now i like this from a revision point of view if you think like let's just say you're gonna have a rut and gonna go and do 25 minutes of revision solid focused revision and then i'm going to take five or ten minutes break And in those five to ten minutes break, I'm just gonna relax, switch my brain off.
1: That's when you can go and do all the things you were gonna distract Yeah, Go and do the other distractions. Go and look on Instagram or whatever you need to do. Go and go and watch the perhaps you did look up. Yeah, completely perhaps you you did look something up on on the internet on Google and you found a YouTube clip and you're like, oh that was a really good clip. I'll come back and watch that one later. Mm. Don't get distracted during the actual session. So
0: the rest allows you to go back into the next part of your revision session. Much more fueled, much more recovered, and on our level three PT course just gone. I remember talking with a group about the number of time, number of seconds per number of reps that they do. So obviously, the heavier you go, and the, the less rest. reps, and the less reps you do, the more rest you have, and that that's actually calculated and researched. So let's just say ten reps, ninety seconds rest, and they go, oh, but could you cut it short if you wanted to? I was like, yeah, but you're gonna have diminished amount of power and performance on the next set. Same applies in your revision. If you don't have enough recovery in between. Which comes
1: back to your hydration. Your concentration goes, right? And you're not gonna have
0: it in the next session. So rest is really important. So if you're
1: binge revising or your (laughs) exam is coming up, still consider that work to rest ratio. Mm. Let's come up to another R, which is range of movement. So inside, um, for Mm. example, uh, any exercise, I could do a full rep. I could do a quarter rep, a partial rep, a three-quarter rep. And I could manipulate the range of movement. I could do a full squat, a half squat, a quarter squat, depending on my client's goal or the goal of that session, Mm. okay, and what my client's ability is. Mm. But then if we transfer range of movement as a variable that we can... Comfortably manipulate during an, a, a rep itself, not just on the next set. We're going to do a full squat. You can actually, at the end of a set, reduce range of movement. So it's a variable that can be manipulated mm. in the moment. Yes. When we look at revision, we can say, "What's the range of movement inside your revision? What range are you it's are you depth, revising in? It? Are you depth? What depth, what depth of depth...
0: knowledge are, you, are so... you aiming for? Level two, but end up like finding a doctorate level. And that's yeah. the
1: problem. So many learners." <laughs> go on to google they put in their question about i don't know something about the heart and lungs or or muscles and they find themselves in the depths of a youtube video which was designed for doctorate students or nursing students or and then get confused and then they do some mock questions and find themselves in this place of like i'm not very good because i couldn't answer this mock question but it's a totally different syllabus i'm a totally different (laughs) course and then our self-efficacy our self-confidence our self-worth drops down and we end up beating ourselves up thinking we're never going to make a great fit pro Mm. so the range of movement inside your studies if you're on an active IQ course stick with active IQ resources if you're on a a YMCA course go and stick with YMCA um, mock questions and so level
0: two is level two level three is level three don't go anymore (laughs) yeah
1: completely
0: yeah, keep it that simple. That's the depth. That's
1: range of movement yeah, and depth.
0: Exactly. The
1: next one up is going to be rate, rate which oh, would like be it. speed. And I like this. So you've got various training systems that you could manipulate the rate of a speed or a tempo of of someone's exercise. So you could start a beginner off two up, two down. You could then go to two down, uh, pause, uh, for a second, two, pause for a second, up to pause for a second. But then you could go to an eccentric uh, training system and have. For example, the
0: way down. eight
1: seconds down, two seconds pause, four seconds up. Ooh, nice. and so the duration of each rep could be challenging as a logical progression as you take your client through towards their goal. And you could easily match the rate or the tempo and the speed in order to 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 someone's goal so if Mm. someone had a a, a speed goal then you might move quicker if someone had a hypertrophy goal you might over time slow it down and have more time under tension Mm. and so forth
0: and the same applies in your revision and the same
1: applies in your revision
0: everybody has different learning speeds as well and I think this is really important so some people feel like they are slower learners it takes a little bit longer to go in their heads especially with certain topics and
1: that's okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's okay. You can slow down your pace, you can spread things out, not only in between sessions, but how you actually learn in the session. And I've one learner that I speak to in terms of our video tutorials on the ridge mastery boot camp, they set it at a different speed. So they okay, listen so when at they a listen. slower pace. Oh wicked. So that they've got longer to interpret. And English is their second language. So they just it gives them that extra little space to be able to do it at their speed.
1: And likewise, Not you fast. might say, well, I don't have much time, so I could listen to the MP3 or yeah. MP4. Or I've got I mean, lots of
0: experience of this bit. I know it. I can go faster.
1: You could go through 1.5 speed mm. or two, double the amount of speed. That's wicked. I yeah. really like that. But the other side to this in terms of tempo also comes down to the type of the way you're yeah. learning as well. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, I
0: find, yeah, 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 I find reading really slow. Like, it would take me yes. ages to read it in a manual.
1: Perfect. And yeah, I'd like, like be going
0: it. through it, and I'd be like, no, oh, i go back. I so go it's back.
1: choosing a mode, so then mm. I could enter the fit principle of frequency, intensity, type, and time, and say, right, let's jump into type. What's the mode? Well, today's workout is cardiovascular. Tomorrow's workout <laughs> is resistance. The next day is flexibility or or. Yeah, that's, that's, the where, mode, that's the mode type, yeah. so like i said what's the mode of my revision my mode of revision could be learning via audio could be learning like you are now via an audio podcast or if you're watching on youtube you've also got visual mm. so it's understanding are you a visual auditory or kinesthetic learner and choosing the mode yeah, in exactly. order to challenge the rate because if you're struggling mm. with 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 learning or retaining information it could be as simple as the speed in which you're taking this information on board and challenging your rate, your speed, your tempo. You've got
0: to find the speed that works for you.
1: Beautiful. Love that. There's two more R's we haven't discussed yet, and the first one is reps, or, and the next one is after that is resistance. So yes. Which one do you want to go to?
0: Repetitions, please. Cool. So this is how many times you repeat what you're doing, right? So in a set of exercises, let's say we're doing bench press, I do 12 reps or 10 reps or 8 reps according to my goal. The same applies with your revision and the fact that the number of repetitions that you go through of your revision let's just say of reading the manual or of watching a certain video or repeating a audio clip the more you repeat it the more you're learning it
1: well my coach How says to it, me "But rep- to the repetition is a mother of all skills yes and exactly. so if i repeat 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 you know it's funny isn't it inside of workout i don't i in over 20 years of training i've never questioned the number of repetitions i've done on a shoulder press or a bench press yeah. i've never no, questioned one. Like I've never questioned the number of reps I've done in a workout on a squat or a lunge, let alone inside a week or a month or oh. a year or twenty years there must be f- hundreds of thousands of squats gone into my legs i've never questioned i I come from an ultra run background so i've I've never questioned the amount of steps mm. some days I would do 10,000 steps. Other days, I might do 6,000 steps. But during like peak training, I could hit 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 steps. On race day, on 100K race days, I could hit, you know, over 100,000 steps. And I never questioned every one of those repetitions. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny how inside our studies, and I've been there, I'm guilty of this, which is why I'm kind of like a bit jokey and laugh, jovial about it, is I've questioned. I've gone over this already twice today. I'm, I'm bored of this already. Mm. Yet inside our studies, we, uh, sorry, in inside workout in rather, we mother, don't, worry, we about don't worry about reps. Reps actually nice. becomes a key thing, doesn't it? So if I want to do 12 rep max, it's a weight or a load or a rate, range of movement. Okay, but brings about overload for 12 reps. Mm. I can't get number 13 out because I went too quick. I can't get number 13 out because I went too slow. I can't get number 13 out because the depth is too great. Yes. And so I bring about an overload at 12 RM. We go, do you know what? I'm going to have 12 perfect reps. I'm going to achieve technical overload. I'm going to bring about fatigue. I'm going to bring about total overload. I can't lift anymore. I'm done. I'm spent. Mm. And yet in our studies, maybe we don't get to that point and we go do you know what i've repeated it this time i'm gone i'm spent i've got nothing left in the tank i can't lift anymore my brain can't learn anymore today i'm done so we walk out of our workout after 40 45 minutes or 60 minutes and we go that was a wicked workout couldn't have done anymore i loved it my legs like a classic facebook meme isn't it you know where you do leg day you, you you're kind of like on. you're like I crawling your out can't yeah. walk to your car you're crawling out of the gym or you can't go down the steps do we bring about that level of overload inside our repetitions, inside our
0: revision? Oh, oh. I love that. and I love that. Just allowing yourself to think, well, where could I repeat this again? And some people will do, like for example, in our revision boot camps, they go through and they're like, well, I repeat the video tutorials. Um, one lady was like, I've got twelve months to prepare for my exam. I'm going to repeat it all loads, and in that repetition, I know I'm learning. And then there's some people that might do it in three days, in which case they would have time to repeat it. Then. Well, actually, there was a lady
1: about, I'm going to say probably about six to seven weeks ago. It's just, it was around about late March time. Mm. She booked her exam for the following week and she did only have six days. Yeah. And she did call up. She said, I've bought the Level 3 uh, Revision Mastery Bootcamp. Um, have I got enough time to get through it? And I said, you can get through it in under eight hours. It's about seven hours, 50. Yeah, Okay. And then you got the cheat sheets alongside. And... I, I'll be honest I didn't hear anything from her for, for a few days and, she, and yeah, she, she's obviously she, busy, studying. She's busy studying and she <laughs> called up she goes I've been through it four times Wicked. so literally she, she goes I've got a week off work anyway and she literally went all through four eight hours one day four eight hours for next four eight hours for next and it was repetition 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 I think she got yeah. something like 93 or 94%
0: because the, repetition, because of the repetition whereas if you never do a repetition yes at all then you've not learned then
1: you're not going to the gym
0: yeah <laughs> completely uh, the last resistance. one is
1: resistance so we've already talked about this it's got to be uh, uh, there's got to be enough load
0: mm, that's okay, it.
1: which comes back to you know load can be reflected not just in the number of, of kilograms lifted but it could be the other five hours that you've, manip- four hours yeah, that 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 you've we're manipulated yeah we talking about so
0: range of movement is the depth of knowledge but I'm finding that right amount of depth your resistance is kind of about depth, but it's about the number of topics each week that you might cover. It's about how much detail you, go, you allow yourself to go into. It's the load of that session. Yeah. So in that session, did you get in everything you wanted Which comes to?
1: back to your initial thought was yours about preparation. Yeah. Did
0: you do everything you wanted to do in that session? Completely. Did you hit the resistance that you were after? That's what our...
1: One final thing is. I want to kind of touch on as well is if I think back to my mine was all about nutrition and mm. hydration. I'm going to also like link up to yours about preparation. Is like when I go into a gym, I know that I've got a warm up, a main, and a cool down. Yeah. And so I know that my warm up has got a, a series of preparatory exercises in. I know that I've got to get my joints mobile, my muscles activated, in ready for the main session of what's to come. I've mm. got to get my mind ready for what's to come. And then I do a cool down relevant to what I've just done. So it's a bit like a sandwich, isn't it? You've <laughs> got a, a slice of bread, which is your warm up. You've got the main component, which is all your tasty fillings, your, your cheese, your pickle and your ham or whatever you're gonna have. Cheesy and then, pickle. oh, that's nice, isn't it? And then at the top, you've got your other slice of bread, which is your cool down. So you can't mm. have a sandwich without two slices of bread and the and, and main in the middle. Love okay? it. Same with your workout, same goes for your revision. Mm. And so inside preparation, it's saying, Saying, well, I've got a 60-minute session, I'm going to give 10 minutes, let's just say 10 minutes for quick maths, to my warm-up and 10 minutes to my cool-down, therefore I've got a 40-minute main. Yeah. I can now work out specifically how many um, training systems, how many exercises, what my rep range is, what my tempos are, to say clearly inside this 40 minutes, I can only place in 17 supersets. Because if I put in 18 supersets, I'm going to go overrun by my hour, and I can't overrun my hour because I'm going to go on and pick. Somebody up from their job, or I've got to go shopping, or I've yeah, got yeah. something to move the on key to. They keep it, so I know I can be a very good time manager in my workout mm. because it's planned. Yeah. But notice that it's got key components to it. Yes. So all of my five hours and a V drop into my my warm up. All of my five hours and a V drop into my main with my training systems and my approaches, and then all of my five hours and a V drop into my. Cool and down. I think
0: that warm-up main and cool-down is like a plan-do review, isn't it? So if you think you've got a, 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 a revision session, you start your revision planning what you're going you to go do. don't go straight
1: into learning in about the, the um, origin insertion of the iliopsoas. You don't yeah. go straight into page 34 and go, cool, types of bones. You, you kind of already it. know
0: yeah.
1: that there's going to be a warm-up. And maybe your warm-up is reviewing something from last session. Yes. Okay, reminding yourself of your key takeaways. Adding, like, what am I really going to focus on? What's my range of movement going to be in this session? What's my... Um, what variables was I going to change? And then you're going to say, right, I'm going to read between page 30 and 35, and I'm going to extract at the end of every paragraph one key takeaway, write that down, and then I'm going to... Go and test myself towards the end with mock questions. And so you've got a warm up in your revision, a warm up in your workout, the main component of your revision, the main component of your workout, yeah. followed by a cool down to say, This is what I've learned. These are my key mm-hmm. takeaways. This is what I've enjoyed. My brain's fully overloaded. I've gone through reps, resistance, range of movement, rate, and, and rest. And here's my volume. Now I can move into my cool down. Boom. Job Off
0: done. Off we go. And I really like that as a, a sandwiched approach because we kind of stacked up our analogies and metaphors and we? we've got the sandwich, we've got the workout and now we've got the revision. But the our workout can it truly, works. It works, truly, why we do it truly, like.
1: hold the perfect metaphor for our studies yeah, it's yet we spend so much time energy and effort planning the perfect workout for it to feel and look and and be great to get us to our goal to get excited
0: about yeah, it yeah the, well.
1: but, but then i'm gonna add like one more thing like we're learning or you're learning i'm learning i'm on a course as well right now so we're learning okay to better ourselves to progress but also to become that outstanding fit pro Mm. to go on and help as many other people as possible in the in the realm of health and fitness nutrition that that you want to work in Mm. and so it should feel deep down fiery exciting you should have this flame in the belly that's like i really want to get into my studies this is like this is great like just as much as I want to get into the workout in the gym, I want to get into my studies because I can't wait to pass, get that certificate, my license to go and practice with, and bam, off I go. Yeah, There we exactly. go.
0: That's I've enjoyed this
1: one.
0: I love it. Yeah, so let us know what your big takeaway is. Use the Inner Circle to help us. But the best thing to do for that is, if you think about what makes a really good workout, and then I want to see what your link is to your revision. So what makes yeah. the best workout And how do you link that to your vision? Drop it in the inner circle using the links And where
1: in your world are you having the best workouts, Mm. okay, but not taking the, or extracting the lesson, the metaphor from your workout and placing it into your studies. And
0: it shows you that if you can have a strong workout, you can have a strong revision game, Completely,
1: which was the title of this, which was how to be as strong in your revision as you are in your workout. Going to remind you to leave a five-star review inside itunes they are helping tremendously and season nine is going down a storm and the yeah. feedback on social media on people's instagram stories facebook stories tagging us in reaching out has been great yeah. but it doesn't uh, get even greater without your feedback and your five-star review so it's incredibly uh, a mucho appreciated, but a macho. Much, much, appreciated for you yeah. to do that. So thank you very much.
0: Yeah, yeah lovely. We will and we'll see, see, you. see you next week. Oh, no. not next On week. Thursday, two days time. Yeah, for four. episode number six. See you later. Take care. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman, and I'm Haley Bergman. Over the last ten years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence.
1: We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So
0: how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.